date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Are you out there thinking, why am I not getting the results I want? Well, Sharon has got some great info for us today on the difference between chasing and courting. Now, don't let chasing, don't let that word, you know, scare you away. There may be things you're doing that you are not aware of. We've seen a lot of people do these kinds of things. So I'm excited to have Sharon share her knowledge and expertise with us today on chasing versus courting. Right. And the, and the modern day courting, what does that look like? Yes, it's, it, it, it has a different definition, I'm going to say, because, I mean, back in the day, courting was just dating, mm-hmm. right? right? You were just talking about that, seven brides for seven brothers. <laughs> go and court and go and yep. court. And... Um, so I don't want people to be af- um, afraid of the word chasing because nobody wants to think they're chasing. Of course. But there's a lot of subtle ways that we chase that we don't know about. And sometimes there's ways that we do know about, we just don't think about. So can you think of things? I've got a couple of normal chasing, you know, the things we all think of, you know, the constantly asking the person out when they constantly deny you, you know, when they constantly turn you down. And maybe say it politely, right? Yes. And even if they're really polite and I don't have time and I'm not dating right now, they're giving you a maybe, but if they wanted to go out here, they would find time because we always find time, right? For what we want to do. Right. You know, um, I know ladies who have shown up at the guy's door with goodies, like, hello, here's your green light. I'm giving you goodies. And it's never reciprocated. And it's like, okay, I just did a gesture. Now I need a grander gesture. You know, I need, I heard they were sick. I'm taking them chicken soup now. Um, Things like that. Men who show up with flowers. Oh, I heard you're sick. Here's flowers and soup. You know, I'm not just saying it's all the ladies that do all the chasing. Plenty of men have chased. Um, I remember Jeff showing up at my door when we were first dating with cookies. And I was thrilled because I liked him. (laughs) So how do you, like, I mean, giving flowers and cookies and soup and all of that is great. Uh So... Is it when when there's it's not reciprocated? It's not like reciprocated. Well, and there's and there's there there's zero reciprocation. It's like oh, thank you very much for the cookies. Those were you know, they look great, and that's all that's ever said about the cookies. So let's say it's a first date. You've had a first date, and the girl is just like crazy about him, and he's not texting, and he's not right. responding. Uh-huh. Then she goes and takes cookies to his door. That's chasing. That would be that would be chasing. Yeah. Yes, yes, because there hasn't been more um connection from his side yes or before even a date happens they're trying to get a date and they're at the doorstep with cookies hey you know because we talk about giving a green light but you have to give a green light in a way that isn't chasing because what's the result of chasing the nothing you don't get you don't get a response well they don't know a lot of times they're just gonna run right you know they're just gonna run because that's what happens you ever been chased by a rooster you know? <laughs> uh, no, and I don't ever want to be. <laughs> you know, but yeah, if something's coming at you, you generally run. And if you're not interested in that person, it's the difference between, oh, he left flowers on my car, or, oh my gosh, he left flowers on my car, he knows where I work. 
<laughs> right? Right. Right. So we, we have to be careful. So most everybody knows obvious ways of chasing, right? And it's like sometimes like we can't help ourselves and we just do things like we do these grand gestures when nothing's being reciprocated or you're texting. That's my favorite is when people show me all these texts. Look at, we've been texting for days and their texts are like three inches long. And then the person has like two or three word responses. <laughs> there you go. At this point, you are chasing that person. Absolutely. If they have nothing to say back except that sounds great and you go girl and things like that or, you know, just small little phrases in agreement or whatever, you got to know you're chasing. Um, why do we chase? Do you know why we chase? What is behind our chasing? I think it's insecurity. Sometimes. I think, uh, yeah, and I think it's a need, also a need to, for me, as I think about the times when I've wanted to do that, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes I have done that, not in big ways, but it's like a need to understand. I feel a connection. I feel a longing. I feel a desire. And I want to know where this is going. I'm a little impatient that way. <laughs> Most women are impatient. Men, that's why if you're chasing somebody and she's not responding, women are usually the impatient ones. They're usually the ones mm. wanting to progress the relationship mm. along. And yeah, so if she's not reciprocating, there is something wrong there because if she's interested. And I've had several men try to talk me into the fact that this girl really is interested or this person really does love them. They just don't have enough time or they're just in a bad place or they're an anxious attacher or whatever the excuse is. It doesn't matter what the excuse is. They are not reciprocating. Yeah. In this moment, that moment in their yes. their life, they yes. are not ready. Yes. It's not a go. It's not going to go. And you chasing, chasing, chasing is not going to help anything, even if you think you're wearing them down. It's like, do you really want to wear somebody down so that they will date you? Oh, no. And a lot of times, sometimes, I mean, we think we do. Um, we get attached to people. You know my love chemical things, right? Sometimes we have a strong pheromonal response to somebody or some, you know, we connect with them maybe at a party or on some level. And what do we do? We start telling stories in our head of what this relationship would be like or what they are like, right? Even though we don't know. Yeah. So this becomes like a one-sided like infatuation, right? And then we get attached to them or the idea of them. Absolutely. And I love that. I, I, this pointing this up is really important. The yes. idea of them, what we think, what, what we've created in like. our mind. Even yeah. though they're constantly rejecting us, we have this, you know, monumental view of them that is perfect, right? And it's not because they literally continually reject us or reject our offerings or however we're chasing. So we need, you know, there's obvious ways that we chase, but sometimes there's less obvious ways that we chase and we really don't know it. Um, Peggy and I were just talking about one of the admins in the Date With Confidence group. If people don't know what that is, we're on Facebook and we are both admins of a Date With Confidence LDS Singles 31 Plus group. And one of our other admins posted this big long thing directed to men about emotional intelligence. Men, go read that. Because it was, it's it was good. It's really, I mean, he really spells things out very specifically. Anyways, all these women. Our Joe is a nice looking man. And all these women started absolutely chasing. Started giving all this information to him that he didn't ask for. 
right about some of the points oh i do this or i do that kind of selling themselves right if you haven't listened to the buyer or seller podcast yet you should oh that's fabulous you need to listen so that you're not being a salesperson and trying to sell yourself that is one way that we chase people away is you know have you you know sat on the date we talk about this in that podcast sitting on the date and have somebody sitting across from you not asking you questions right but telling everything they want you to know you know, when I go on a date, I want to ask the questions because there's things I want to know. I don't want to know what they want me to know. Right. You know, I want to know what I want to know. That's dating smart. Right you know, there. yeah, I have some criteria they got, <laughs> they got to pass, right? right. Um, so yeah, so s- selling yourself like that when a person hasn't asked is chasing. That is a form of chasing. And if they didn't ask, why would you tell them? Right. Why would you give information? You know, I think that this probably, for people who are doing this, or if this resonates with you, and like, oh my gosh, I think I just did that yesterday or whatever, sit back and feel what you're feeling because there's probably some discomfort. There's There may be this excitement. It's like, oh, I mean, I can think of, I can think of women going after Joe. Oh, did, did we say his yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> he, he is an admin. He's yeah, not hiding. Yeah. Yeah. He's not hiding. Anyway, um, you know, wanting to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. This guy. He needs to know me. He needs to know whatever yeah. is uh-huh. your your emotional or your thought process. Whatever's going on in your head, take a step back and look at that. What is that about? And if you're interested in someone, and you want to do something like that, be a little more creative. Take a step yes. back. T- take a step back. Take a breath. Rise above the crowd, yes. you know, and, and do something, say something funny, say something that witty, show off your personality. Right. Or just validate that you think that was really needed. Yeah. Th- thank exactly. you. Thank you, Joe. And then he can go, oh, who just thanked me? Oh, she's cute. Right. Instead of this, oh, you know, you said working out. I work out five times yeah. a week or, you know, right. trying to find things in common with his posts so they have things in common with him. They should have just validated and said, right. thank you. I see this as a problem in my own dating experiences. And let him go, oh, that was gracious of her. Who is that? Right. You know? So there's ways to do that that are not chasing. Correct. And that is something we definitely, you know, need to figure out. And, you know, why would not Why would we want to do that when 10 other women have just done that? Exactly. It's like, oh, I, I'm better than that. I've done this and this and this and this. Right. It's like, okay, I can sell myself even harder than these other women is really what it is. And it is a form of chasing. And I'm guessing that all those women who put things on there, when it was directed at men, you know, are, he's probably not interested in any of them. None of them really grabbed his attention with the selling. Yeah. So it, it's, it's off-putting. It's you know, not, it, it makes you look really insecure. Yes. And that's, remember, we talk about confidence is one of the yes. main things that we find attractive in other people, but that's not showing up as confident. No, no. You're being, you're being the seller. Go listen to the podcast. Okay. (laughs) When you stop doing normal things, like hanging out with friends or your family, or you drop your hobbies to be available for a person that isn't doing the same for you, that is a form of chasing. Mm -hmm. That is a form of chasing. Look, I'm available. I'm too available. I'm always available. You know, oh, I'm not hanging out with my friends this weekend. I was hoping we could do something. And maybe you're not saying that out loud, but that's what you're saying. When you're dropping your life, number one, you're no longer an interesting person. 
Correct. But yeah, you don't want to be too available. And you don't want to play games with this. But you definitely do not want to be too available. Yeah. And um, on the same lines as that is um, if you've been friend zoned and you're still waiting around for them. I'm still not dating because I think they're going to come back. We're still friends and we still chat every once in a while. So I'm just waiting for them to come back. That would be a form of chasing that we don't realize. It's so... um it's so disrespecting yourself yes. to put yourself in that position. Because think about it. If you're looking for a long-term relationship, do you want to do you want to put aside who you are to be in that relationship? Do you want to be you know, cutting off all of your other friendships or not doing things you love to yes. do to be available for that person? You are setting yourself up for a really bad outcome when you do that right so don't even start there don't even start before you even start dating someone right don't put yourself off don't not take care of yourself don't not do what you love right just because you're waiting for somebody right exactly um especially like if you're in the chatting stages and you really are hopeful that this is going to turn into something and then you're going to get a date and of course we're telling stories and it's like okay i can't make plans friday night And I'm not going to date anybody else just because I'm waiting for this person to ask me out. It's along the same kind of lines. You know, when they ask you, what are you doing Saturday night? Well, hopefully you're like, oh, I'm going to a dance with my girlfriends. Like they're going to have to take you out Saturday for lunch or they're going to have to figure out next Tuesday. They're going to have to figure out around your schedule. And we're going to talk about ways to not chase. And that's one of them. Um, Yeah. Well, one of the things with them having to work around your schedule if you've got things you're doing it's much more attractive yes if you've got things you're interested in if you have friends if you're living your best life and they're like oh maybe i better plan ahead yeah (laughs) maybe we better try this a little earlier they're gonna know that you have value in your own eyes and with other people and it's very attractive it is and if and if he's interested in you he will work around that. He will make it work. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Or she. We right. have to watch our pronouns. Right. Well, yeah, if she's yes. not asking out. But, right. Right. Exactly. But, but it's the same thing, but not necessarily about, you know, yeah, about right. asking out. But right. it's the same principle. Right. And if he has to wait from Tuesday, clear past Saturday to the next Tuesday, we've got more dopamine going, going on. That's right. right. And it, that's just, it just gets more and more exciting the, right. at the prospect of seeing you, right? If he has to wait, especially knowing, like you said, that you're a real person, that you're living this fun life that, and you know, and that is appealing and it's like, oh no, she's going to a dance, you know, <laughs> it's like, maybe I should ask her out Friday. So yeah, just make sure you're not in the waiting, the waiting zone. Um, don't stand in the wings. Yes, don't. Waiting f- to, no. for your moment in the spotlight. That Take is. it. <laughs> there you <laughs> there go. There I am, the stage actress talking. <laughs> yes, good analogy. Um, settling on the friend zone and telling yourself stories that you're going to get out. We just talked about the friend zone, but we don't wait in the friend zone. Or if you're in the friend zone and they're not being a reciprocal friend, No. Right. And I would recommend that you go back and if you're not familiar with 
how we put ourselves in the friend zone. Yes. You go back and listen to the podcast that Sharon did about friend zone. And yep. if you're putting yourself in the friend zone, which people do, which, which they don't really realize. I was just talking to a friend the other day and she was asking me how to respond to this guy in this text. And I said, she said, should I do this and this? Like, no, no. I said, no, no, no. Don't put yourself in the friend zone. Yeah. Let them know you're clearly interested in more than that, you know, but you're willing to wait while he goes through this period in his life that he can't date right now. So anyway, they can think you can stay available without being friend zoned. Yes. Because to men, once you're in the friend zone, you're their friend. It's really hard to get out of the friend zone. So you don't, you don't want to put yourself in there. Um, Next one is being too agreeable. Oh, liking everything that they like, liking every movie, liking every piece of clothing, liking everything that they, oh, sure, I love camping. Blah. Boring, (laughs) boring, boring. Right, right. Nobody wants somebody who is perfectly a yes person. No, no. People want to be challenged and people want to get to know you. It's like, oh, I already know you. You're me. You know? And so that take that that takes their little part. There's of no the, curiosity. The, yes, There's no yes. sparking interest. There's no opposition. Not not in yes. a bad way, but to 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 play off of. Yeah, but people don't think of that as a way of chasing. They just think they're just becoming more appealing. And it's like, oh no, no, no. That is that is definitely a form of chasing. Okay, um, when you are doing most of the work in the relationship. Oh, big no no. And we don't think of that as chasing. We just think of that as, oh, no, I don't mind planning all the things. He's super busy. Or I don't mind, you know, reaching out every day because he's super busy or she, you know. Right. And it's like if you're doing all the work in the relationship, you know, and there's very little reciprocation, then um, you're chasing. Mm-hmm. But people don't think of it that way, right? Yeah. Okay. Justifying bad behavior. You know how I feel about bad behavior. <laughs> I wish I had a buzzer. With, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right answer, wrong answer. <laughs> right? Bad behavior, wrong answer. When you're in a relationship and you're, you know, being abused or if someone's just being mean or they're not, they just can't be nice. That's a form of chasing. You are chasing after a person that is being mean to you because obviously they're not invested if they can't be nice. And that's a boundary issue. It is a boundary issue, which is, you know, could be a self-esteem or a confidence, right. a confidence thing. Because we get it in our heads, we want this person so badly. Or we're just so eager to not be single anymore, wherever that comes from. You know what I do in this kind of situation? Because, of course, I've been there where I'm like oh, wanting this to work and it's not working. Is I actively seek to try and see them in more of a real light. Like yes. what's really going on? What what's the reality of this person? They're not all this oh, that right, I think they right, are. Exactly. And it takes it can take time. But I think that's a good for me that that's worked to say, okay, I have this person on a pedestal. I think all this, this and this and this. Clearly something's not there that I need or want or that I'm thinking is there. Right. So I actively pursue not to think of them in bad a bad light. But to see the reality of it and that they're just a human being and they've got their weaknesses and their struggles and, you know, it's not going to be a picture perfect thing. So I've had to dismantle my ideal 
of the, of the, of that yeah. person. Which is hard when you are really, really attracted to them or when you've gotten yourself attached to this idea of them. It's hard. You well, know, we, ha- we have chemicals that keep us connected to this person, whether it's rational or not. Right. And it may be, and for me, I can speak personally here. I have had to dismantle my, you know, they say, we've talked about making a list of what you want. Well, that list can show up in so many different ways. And I actually have had to dismantle my idea of what that list looks like. Right Now I've got that list and I'm getting that list and, you know, in in my relationship, but it doesn't look like what I thought it was going to look like. And I've had to dismantle that. Right. Well, and hopefully we understand or we know what we're looking for. And a lot of times we, you know, we do make the list. But right. a lot of times... Which is important. A lot of times it's like, oh, I need somebody who's fun and funny. And they're kind of superficial. You know, and we'll put, oh, I want a good priesthood holder on there or active in the church. And we think it's less superficial. But when it comes down to it, it's like, I want somebody trustworthy and respectful and who has my same value system that we agree on this value system because people are raised differently and their parents may have a different value system than your they're your parents and and you know it 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 has to match up so our list needs to be that we're going to talk about some ways to stop chasing you're hitting it on the nose. I'm sitting yep. here touching my nose. I'm sitting there going, ding, 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 ding. That's yep. right. That's because, right. Because, right. yeah, because if we have this list of <clears throat> values and if we have this list of the superficial and we're not getting those, sometimes we just throw the list away. No, don't throw the list away. No. I mean, not the values for sure. Right. But it's like, we, you know, and so um, you, you actually, <laughs> I have a big list of stop chasing. She actually touched on some of them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that. no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, okay, stop chasing. This ways to stop chasing. I have 10 little points. Um, understand that not everybody is for you. Okay. You've rejected people. You've not connected with people who thought they were really connected with you. And you need to understand that that is their, that, that they can have that point of view too. Right. I just don't understand why it didn't work. I just felt this magical connection. They didn't. Just like, you know, two weeks ago, you didn't feel a magical connection with this guy who took you out who was ready to propose on the second date, right? So we need to understand. We need to fully understand that in our head. Um, We need to understand, once again, everybody has a choice and that relationships can end at any time for any reason. And a lot of times it's not personal. They're just not feeling it. Someone sent me this quote the other day. I don't remember who it was that was um, um, the engagement period. If, if you have a successful engagement, it either ends in marriage or breaking up. That's yeah. a successful mm-hmm. engagement if you're engaged. So there's a purpose for all of this. Yes. And so it can be a part of the process. Peggy's giving my whole podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no, you're totally right. We are, we are on the same wavelength, girl. Uh, Peggy, Peggy's very smart. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> okay. Sharon's going to go over this again. We're going to talk about courting and different stages of courting. And mm-hmm. that is, she's, she's got a good point here. And we're going to, we're going to pick, pick up where you left off. Okay. okay. Um, stop justifying their actions. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. It's like, no, there's no justification. Um, 
take them off the pedestal. Like Peggy said, it's like they don't need to be up on a pedestal. What are they doing that put them on the pedestal? Probably nothing. It's our idea of them that put them on the pedestal. Right. So we're the ones that need to take them down, right? Okay. Back to the list thing. Remember the kind of relationship you really want. If you've already established what kind of relationship you want. My friend recently went out with a guy who um, is in the state high council and she got to sit on the front row and she's like, you know what? That's what I want. Huh? That's what I want. You know, I want a guy that... <laughs> sits on the front row, sits, sits on, on the, the stand. Front row, you know, yeah, but that's what she wants. And I'm like, that is... You know, perfect. She knows what she wants. She wants that kind of a guy. Um, that's in the state high council, not necessarily this that's on the front row. But, um, and I went, that's good to establish that, you know? And this is why we date, because we figure out, I do not want this, or I do want this. And that's why if we're chasing people away, we're missing out on some opportunities. You know? That's right. To, to get to know different individuals, and maybe they're not the one. Maybe we don't really chase away the one, but we need to establish in our heads, like what that is, what, you know, what we're going to tolerate and what we're not going to tolerate and what qualities we really do want and what qualities we can pass on. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, consider the fact that their behavior has not changed and probably will not change. Ooh, that's a big red flag. Yeah. If it's behavior that's not okay with you. Yeah. Or that's hurting you or that makes you feel less than, or that doesn't make you feel like you're totally appreciated and loved yeah absolutely well, yeah um well and if they're running while you're chasing uh, while you're even that behavior of running and running running while you're chasing 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 it's like guess what they're always going to do that they're never going to come around <laughs> that's right you know and it's probably not going to and um and me you know they're maybe they're giving you crumbs but guess what you deserve cake not crumbs you don't you know you don't want them running away from you Right? Right. Um, don't rearrange your schedule. We just talked about this. Make some plans and let other people work around them. Because you are an established person and you are a fun person and you are a lively person and you have a life. And that's awesome. And that's important. It is important. You have a community and, and fun people to hang out with. And so, yep, we don't rearrange our plans. Um, I had a girlfriend not come to my birthday party because this guy, she really, really, really wanted to ask her out. I finally asked her out and it was on my birthday. Aww. And she didn't feel like she could say, hey, it's my friend's birthday. Can we go out another time? And they went out once and never again. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And so we don't do that. She missed, she missed a birthday party. She missed a fun party. We had tacos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you don't know how I feel about tacos by now, right? <laughs> um, so we don't rearrange our schedules. Okay, stop needing the other person in your life or another person in your life. It's okay to be independent and strong and... As long as you're open to a relationship, but you don't need to need somebody. It's, it's such a great place to be when you, when you feel good about where you're at and who you are, and then you want someone yes. in your life. Yes. It's not about the needing. It's about, oh, I get this choice. I want you in my life. Yes. It's a powerful, wonderful place yes. to be. Yes. 
And that's what, that's what we're all looking for, right? Right. Okay. Start being your best companion. You know, my daughter, when she was a baby, never entertained herself. And as a teenager, I was still entertaining her. Oh, no. And as a married person, her husband still entertains. Like, she just never learned how to entertain herself. And not, I mean, as an adult level, it's not like at a child level, right? Right. But when she was a teenager, she was in my bedroom all the time. And let's binge watch America's Next Top Model. And she just required a lot of attention. And she never learned really how to entertain herself. I'm sure she does. I mean, she's in her 30s. I'm sure she does now. But she just never has had to do that. Learn to entertain yourself. Learn, learn to be cool with being by yourself. And this is not for the introverts that already do that. You guys are kind of lucky in, in this regard. <laughs> we you know? already know how to do that. that you know. <laughs> um, and the last one is, if you're really struggling with this, if you're aware, you're aware this is going nowhere, I'm chasing, I'm totally hooked on this person, get your community involved, right? Your friends and your family, get some support. And maybe have them be accountability. You know, do not text him tomorrow. Do not text her tomorrow. It's really know? smart. And, and at the end of the day, say, okay, I made it a day I didn't text. Yeah. Because we do tend to get addicted to people. With, we know what dopamine does to us, right? Because we've all listened to love chemicals. <laughs> right. I think that's really smart. We maybe don't often think about reaching out and getting support right. from our friends and right. saying, hey, I, double check with me on this, but this is what's going on. Help me out yes. here. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And be, it's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to say, to ask for help and to say, Hey, I'm really hooked on this guy. Or I'm really hooked on this girl. Yes. And I'm thinking that maybe get, double check with me on this is this, am I thinking clearly? Right. It's like, I got to stop chasing. They're not reciprocating. It's yeah. just, I'm beating my head against a wall right. because that's really what you're doing. If you're chasing and somebody's running, that's really what you're doing. It's just beating your head against the wall. Right. Right. So I always talk about we don't want to be chased. We want to be courted. 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 What is courtship nowadays? Mm. Nowadays, it's dating with intention. Mm-hmm. That, that's a, I don't think a lot of people do intentions. No. We, in fact, we might do a thing on intentional dating. Ooh, um, write that down. Thank you. Um, it's a reciprocal relationship going in the same direction. You're oh, in a like relationship that. and it's going in the same direction. We are, you know, we've both felt this connection. We are working toward the same goal, whether that's just a commitment, whether that's getting engaged, whatever your, whatever your common goal is, you're going in the same direction. And it's a committed relationship, right? I mean, to be simple with it, it's, we could call it a committed relationship. So I have come up with stages of a courtship. Yay! Oh, I'm excited to hear this. Um, so you feel a powerful connection with someone. A lot of times it's physical, right? We have this physical connection and it's yep. powerful. It's yep. our pheromonal response, yep. right? Yep. So then we go into the pre-courtship or the discovery stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doesn't that sound fun, discovery stage? It does. It's I when mean, you're curious and you're yes. learning and it's like exciting. It is exciting. Um, you have to ask yourself. In this stage, are you friends? Um, Are you attracted enough? Is there one person that's more attracted to the other and you're like, well, eventually I'll be attracted? (laughs) 
I remember my mom saying that about a guy I was dating. He was such a good man. I'm like, I just don't think I'm all that attracted. She goes, doesn't that come in time? Um, <laughs> I'm like, I guess that's an old-fashioned idea. But you need to be, are you, are you attracted enough? This is yeah, where you establish that. I think that there needs to be, you know, maybe not full-on, like, totally crazy attraction. Right. But what are the things about this person that you are attracted to? Yeah. And... You know, maybe if it's not a physical appearance, maybe there's something about the appearance that you're attracted to. Maybe it's their sense of humor. Yeah. Maybe it's their intelligence. There she goes giving my podcast. Oh, no, no, she's back. good. No, she's good. Stepping back. We, no, we usually do a brainstorming session. <laughs> just Peggy's just that good. Um, Yes, are you attracted in enough areas? Thank you, Peggy. I should have just let her keep talking and just kept my mouth shut. I'm like, look at you go, girl. <laughs> are you attracted in enough areas? Spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, are you attracted in all those er- romantically? Are you attracted in all those areas? Is there enough attraction there, right? Right. Um, because you already felt some magical connection, but you need to make sure there's so many, that all the components are there, Right. Right. Um, do you have shared interests? Have you found things in common? This is a good, very this is good. A good start important. to the relationship. Super important. And do you have shared values? Essential. Which is essential. This is what we find out in the discovery period. Okay. Then we have the connection stage where we start connecting, right? We start connecting over our shared interests, right? Right. And we even find more in common that we have. And that's super fun, right? It's like, okay, we have enough to kind of, let's get on to like really getting down to like the nuts and bolts and start connecting. Um, This is the hard question phase. You know, can you talk about it rationally, calmly, sanely? Can you ask the hard questions and get the hard answers? Yeah. Can you, there, is there real honesty, authenticity mm-hmm. in, the, in the relationship? Yes. Um, and this is where we test the strength of the relationship. What's our conflict resolution style? Is one person seeing themselves as more powerful? Is there a power struggle here? This ah, is where all these things get tested yeah. is in our connection phase. And people don't often think about that. You know, it's like, is there this little push and pull for like the power in the relationship or are we pretty much on the same page? Question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that people really, generally speaking, really understand what that means in a relationship like the power struggle, like back and forth? Is that something people aren't? Because I would think that a lot of people aren't really aware of that. Of what the power struggle might be. So, you know, I talk to people a lot in sessions about this. When something feels off in the relationship, what is that? Where do we identify Uh, this? mm -hmm. And this is part of that, is part of identifying, okay, something feels off. Is it a power struggle? Is it we don't have the same values? Is it, what is it? Is it there's not enough physical connection? Something's off here and I don't know what it is because everything seems perfect. So this is, this is more, you know, this is kind of going back to discovery. It's like, what is that? But if we feel our power has been taken away, because mm. a lot of people aren't self-aware enough to go, oh, my power is being taken away. Right. Right. right? But if we feel like all of a sudden we're fighting for that, this is where it's off. It's like, oh, here it is. It's off, and here I am. I'm struggling for power. Mm. I'm 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 struggling for a say. I, I want my equal part in this relationship. I, I want to be able to say what I need to say, and I and I'm being shut down. Or 
whatever that looks like. So it could be that you feel like you have to hide. You're not able to be authentically who you really are. Is that? Yeah. Or just you don't have a voice. Yeah. Or your opinion doesn't matter or, you know, anything like that would be a power struggle. You know, um, I was talking to somebody over the weekend and they were talking about oh, a hot air balloon ride. And my anxiety stirred up a tiny bit. I went, because ah, I'm afraid of heights. Oh, like that wouldn't be fun for me. But I felt that. Uh-huh. And, and I think it's because I coach all the time and talk about emotions that mine are on the front. Right. And I literally like put my hand on my chest, like, you know, she wasn't asking me to go. She just said hot air balloon. (laughs) And I went, you know, so we need to get to a point where we are aware of what we are feeling. I love it. You know? So yes. Thanks for clarifying. I think that's super, super important. Yeah. And I think the way you said it was absolutely perfect. Um, thank you. All right. Moving on. Um, The connection stage is where we are building trust and learning to trust, right? We're finding out if the person is trustworthy. Um, We're making sure there's mutual respect. Respect is big in relationships. Do you feel respected? And not just because this person is crazy about you. We can't go to this person's crazy about me. They would never hurt me. No. It's like, are are they respectful? They're respectful of your time, your energy, you know, your emotional state. Do they suck you dry? That's not very respectful, you know? Yeah. What's the evidence that you can yes, find that in, they, the, in, your, in your interactions, you know, what's the evidence that they do respect you? You know, and I love really good communicators that just say, hey, I want to be respectful of your time. So can I have five minutes? I love it. You know, That's there's so some great. people who are just really good communicators mm-hmm. that way. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, okay. And is everything reciprocal like especially our effort right our effort needs to be reciprocal but you know is everything reciprocal things need to be reciprocal on both sides if somebody's crazy about you and they're spoiling you rotten are you reciprocal or are they going to get worn out spoiling you rotten because that's not a good way to have a relationship Mm -hmm. right out of balance yes after a while they're going to be like um like it's 80 20 I'm spoiling they're taking and they're giving me about 20% back. So make sure that you are being reciprocal. Mm. And it's like, you might think you are because you're every bit as excited as they are, but especially like when it comes to service and, and things like that, you know, chores and (laughs) things, you know, make sure, make sure that it's equal and balanced because we don't want an unbalanced relationship. That's really good. And that helps to recognize if there's a power differential, which is the off balance where there's, where they don't, where you can see, that's a way to look for that is, is it balanced? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, and if it's, if if it's not, if it's off balance in your favor, that's not a good thing either. Just remember that. It seems like a good thing. It seems wonderful. I'm going to get spoiled for the rest of my life, Uh, but no, it it ends up not working. Mm -mm. My husband was a good spoiler in the beginning. And it was, it was just easy to sit back and take it until he was like done with it. And then it was like, oh, <laughs> I got to have a part in this too. Yeah. I mean, in my defense, I was 18, 19. <laughs> um, but yeah, we need, we need to make sure that it's balanced that way, that we're reciprocating as well. And sometimes people teach us how to, you know, treat them, learn, yes. you know, figure it out and, and, and conform, you know, especially if it's just a really good person and everything is... It's going out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we go to the commitment stage. It's go time, right? This is where we've probably named the relationship at this point, right? Um, You always have plans and dates 
And I said plans and dates because once people are in a relationship, a lot of times they get really lazy and it's like, oh, let's just go to your house and hang. We can watch a movie. I'll watch you wash your dog, bathe your dog, you know. They just doing things together are not dates. Right. Oh, I have a date tonight. What you doing? Oh, she's going to bathe her dog and then we'll probably go out to dinner. Make dates, plan fun things, connect still. Yeah, absolutely. Make connections. And, you know, that's part of like relationships anyways is connecting over fun things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of the glue that keeps us together is looking forward to things together. So make sure you're going on dates. Okay, and this is meeting the family and the kids and making sure that everything is cohesive in, in those areas. Because, you know, most of us are going to be blending. Yes. And, you know, whether it's older kids or younger kids or whatever. And this, you know, this is like the last phase, the, the, the tying up all the loose ends, right? right? It's like, oh, now we've met the kids. You know, now we've, you know, talked about the hard stuff, the finances, sex. The, you know, we've talked about the blending, you know. So... This is the last stage of courtship. And then, you know, whether the relationship is going to, you know, marriage. I liked what you said about continue <laughs> about, you know, marriage or breakup. This, right. is, this is the, the point. Yeah. This is the point where it's like, okay, we've, we've done all the things. It's right. like breakup it's, or marriage. It's still an exploration. Yeah. And this is just, it's just baby steps to that bigger commitment. And you're trying out different things. You're being curious. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, exploring and it's still there. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you hate to think of it as checking boxes when, when people say, oh, she checks all my boxes. And I'm like, I don't want to be a box, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but you know, it just doesn't sound very romantic, but that's kind of what it is. You gather all the information, you meet all the people, you have all the talks And then it's like, is this going to work or not? Right. And after all this information, so I like to gather information and then make my decision. Right. It's like, am I still all in? Yeah. Is this still where I want to go? Yeah. And hopefully this all the courtship leads to marriage because this is something intentional that we're doing, right? Right. And if you're both intentional, none of this is going to be hard. You know, if you're both on the same page, are we friends? We are. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't understand how people can get married to people who aren't their friend. You know, <laughs> that that's a hard, that's a hard thing. Yeah. It's like, are they trustworthy with my secrets? You know, I mean, you know, all the, all the friend things. Well, and, and when, when, when the spark is not there and I, you know, and I have the day-to-day stressors, mm-hmm. is this somebody that I really want to come home and talk to? Yeah. Right. Yep. So, um, yep. And like. You said we put it all together and then we make the decision, right? Right. And hopefully it's marriage. Yeah. And hopefully it's a happily ever after. I love it. Yeah. So chasing versus courtship. There you go. We all want to, we all want the courtship. We want to be, we want to be courted. We want a reciprocal, intentional relationship. We don't want a one-sided relationship where we are the pursuer no <laughs> and it's not working not fun that way well thanks Sharon it's been fantastic I love the way you think <laughs> <laughs> well apparently it's the same way you think today <laughs> yeah well <laughs> and I think we've got some great things for everybody to think about so thanks for listening guys Till next time and gals bye 
you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and click the button to follow us. You can reach either Sharon or I at datetoyourpotential.com. We work with people who are single or married. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you.